a case of imposter syndrome, let's say, make a quick stop and, and acknowledge it. That's the first step at kind of overcoming anything is acknowledging it, that it exists. Don't try to brush it off. You are listening to Digital Perspective Podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Eduardo. I am a 3D digital artist and I code. Hello, my name is Julio Barroa. I am a 3D digital artist, photographer, and beat maker. And on today's show, the topic of the day is imposter syndrome. So, man, back to back weeks of just, you know, heavy stuff. <laughs> you know, you just gotta get it out of the way. It's important stuff. No, no, it definitely, definitely is. Um, before we get into that, what's, what's going on? What's been going on? Uh, just the old day-to-day daily posting on instagram like what else do i got in this pandemic just posting art making new stuff i color some new pieces today and just going with the flow of things i guess oh man that's great that's great actually actually myself i actually started posting on instagram yeah, 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 yeah. all that talk i finally did it so i'm in i'm in here graham i'm in here no. <laughs> all right let's uh let's get on topic here today um imposter syndrome got a lot to unload so let me just define it and then we can definitely start unpacking. So imposter syndrome is basically the bake of everybody's existence, but it's defined as false and crippling belief that one's success are product of luck, fraud, rather than skill. Let this sink in for a moment. Because what? Right. Like you just feel like you lucked into a situation that you're not worthy of the situation or you didn't work hard for that situation. Yeah, pretty much. I, I deal with that quite a lot. I mean, but but it's not like in every facet of life it happens. So it's not just like there's so many people that feel that I had, I had, a, I had a situation where somebody felt it was too easy. Like it shouldn't be this easy to to be this successful. Well, and a lot of times it's, it's just that, look, you probably work so hard that when it, it was your turn to do it, everything was clockwork for you already. Yeah, pretty much. There's people out there that go years without making any work because of this. And it's a real thing for a lot of us. And a lot of us don't even know how to deal with it sometimes. Some of us just let us take us away. And some of us just kind of ride it and just go against technically against the against the tie, let's say, Um, because sometimes battling battling your demons is all you got. Uh, But sometimes you just don't got the will to do that buster syndrome can be quite damaging sometimes i think it also like a lot of times like especially like when you're doing art or anything we can fall victim to like looking at people like on instagram or any other art site and looking at their work and thinking we don't you know we were not as good and or we're not on that level and but people are telling you you're good and you just you don't feel that way and with art because you know it's subjective things are different you know what you do won't appeal to everybody but who it appeals to is who it's for. Yeah, that's a good point because I personally suffer from this or uh, trying to make art for a really wide audience when I am met with both sides of pretty much the board. Um, there's people that flat out tell me that they don't think that what I'm making is art. And then there's the other people on the other hand that are just like, what you're making is revolutionary and pushing boundaries and what art is becoming today. And sometimes that's really hard for me to grasp 
because we are our worst enemy. So I don't think I am worthy of all of these things like we have been talking about. Uh, and that has to do a lot with this thing that we call imposter syndrome that just takes the best things away from us when we don't when we are trying to just enjoy it. Oh yeah, definitely. You know what was another term? Remember, remember, always to be like people used to be like fake it till you make it, fake it till you make it, fake it till you make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny when you hear that because it's like, what are you trying to fake? Because after a while, you're going to have the skill set to do what you're supposed to do. It's either that or you just become the fake. Yeah, I mean, and, and at that point, you somebody will eventually weed you out. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Everybody has that moment where I feel like all of us at some point in our lives have that phase of escapism. That we just want to create something that makes us escape. That's me. Like a lot of my work is trying to escape to a different reality of just like fun and mm -hmm. crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah, especially the music side. <laughs> exactly. The, my music side, you're going to be hearing a lot from that in the coming in the coming months. So it's just stuff that like you have to sometimes just get into a different zone and escape to a different zone kind of thing to really get into your groove because let's say that your initial source of information or inspiration let's say actually it's not cutting it so you have to find that source of inspiration somewhere else i'll give a i guess another like a general example too for imposter syndrome you ever apply for a job and you hear like these the job description and they're just like these wild descriptions but people around you are like yeah you could do that And you're like, I should apply for that job. But yeah, you should definitely apply for that job. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But you read the description and you're like, what do they want? Yeah. Like, I feel like, like, I feel like sometimes, like, I don't know if they do it just to cover their behind or just to do it to see, like, who's going to be brave enough exactly. to apply for some positions. Yeah. You know, but like, I'm, I'm reading a bunch of them before I actually got hired where I work at now. And like, the just the crazy stuff they were saying, I was like, what does this mean? <laughs> I'm like. I thought this position was for what I was thinking was about, and but it is, it is, but it's like just jargon, just like the wording that's used, and you're just like, yeah. Sometimes when I read things that have big words, that's sometimes disencourages me, and that it's also a really perfect example of uh, how imposter syndrome can affect your self esteem and pretty much everything all of your all of the things that have to deal with your worth um sometimes i read all of these descriptions that have like all of these giant big words that i don't understand because you know i'm bilingual and all that stuff so there's a lot there's still a lot of english words that i'm like what the hell does that mean So that sometimes disencourages me because I don't have that kind of language. And it's just like, yeah, like last last week uh, we were talk we were we had that Jason Rodello meme. So whatever it is that you think that you can't do, do it because you're beautiful and you're worth it. And then at, at this point with where we're at in society and what's going on in society, you have to do like like it's not just saying like being an entrepreneur, but like taking chances is is where we're at. You have to take a chance on yourself. You absolutely have to. Like, if you think you could do something, do it. Try it. Be patient with it. Because, you know, some things just take time. Now, tell me about a, of an experience you've had with imposter syndrome. Like, it, the last time you can recall that you stopped making stuff because of it. I didn't, not making stuff. More like I stopped. I just thought it wasn't great and I kept beating myself up about it because I wanted to make it better. But I didn't know what this better was. I saw somebody's stuff and I, was, I thought it was amazing. And I was riding my high of I can do anything. And I saw this and I immediately I was like, 
yeah, I could do that. And I went to do it and it just didn't work out. And I actually reached out to the person and they were like, oh yeah, it's easy. Just do this and that and this and that and this. And, and I'm doing it, but like, I'm not getting anywhere near the same result. And I'm just beating my head against the wall because it's not happening. And I was just like, I don't, I was like, am I just not good enough at this? It's not going to work. And I actually went back to the person, I actually reached out back to the person and they walked me through it and they were like, no, you did everything right. And it looks great. But my perception, because I saw their stuff was it's it's not their stuff <laughs> exactly yeah yeah i i've i've been there as well um and like the last time i can recall that i took a break from things because sometimes you know you need a break from making stuff like i was talking uh last week uh and i stopped making work this entire like i haven't made a, a single thing this entire fall um not at all like i'm just not feeling it and whenever that itch comes to do something i'll do it but right now i'm just like eh. yeah i mean i feel like it does tie into like how imposter syndrome leads to a lot of like negative feelings like being anxious like we talked about in the last episode you know depression and stuff like that but it's, it's kind of one of those things where like you were saying also in the last episode if you need a break you just you need a break just just collect yourself and get yourself back in yeah it's it is totally okay like it's if you're part of the movement or if you're uh, talking about your own art if you're part of the movement let me tell you this someone will pick up the work for you once you're taking a break and once you're ready to come back in you can take it back and you would everything will be all right if you're an artist like i said earlier take a break maybe a day maybe two days take your own time everybody has a different process just do what you got to do now i want to give you another side of imposter syndrome something that I think especially people who get to a position where they're at for the first time, like, you know, like their family's never been in a certain salary, you know, like for poor people become middle class or rich people, things like that. And they start feeling a certain way because other people have been in these jobs and these pay you know, levels forever in a day. So it's normal to them. And you'll hear people calling them overachievers. I'm like, you know, I kind of feel like if you're an overachiever, you did the right thing. You shouldn't let anybody stop you. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Like if, if, if somebody wants to hate on you because you want to be great, let them. That's right, everybody. Let people hate as long as they're not touching you. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, like, because it's hard being, like, the first or the first group or the first set to do something. Because you feel like it's 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 a weird pressure to have. Because it's like, if I mess this up, what happens to everybody following me? But the reality is that that situation is, like, you're... You know, you're breaking barriers. You're a doorbuster. You're just mm. got to keep trucking along. Exactly. To that, friends, if you ever feel like you have a case of imposter syndrome, because these things can be temporary. These things can happen for a long period of time. It, Like I said earlier, it hits everybody differently. But if you feel like you are having a case of imposter syndrome, let's say, make a quick stop and, and acknowledge it. That's the first step at kind of overcoming anything is acknowledging it that he exists don't try to brush it off uh because that's not gonna help you in the long run you're just gonna continue getting frustrated and you're just gonna continue not being motivated because you're gonna be exhausted from going against it or just trying to force it let's say wait don't force it yeah exactly don't force it yeah like you have to take the chance on yourself you have to believe in yourself you have to you have to do, like, you, you really got to give yourself every opportunity to put yourself in the best position. Regardless of what anybody's telling you, you have to try. So, 
don't feel like you never belong. Feel like you've arrived. <laughs> and I'm paraphrasing that, and I wish I knew from where. <laughs> I heard it a long time ago. I feel like with imposter syndrome, uh, at least from my perspective, when I when I'm really just going through it, uh, I feel like finding also different ways of me- like different mechanisms of like dealing with it. Because sometimes going into things with the same approach, it's just like, eh. So if you feel like stopping or taking a break is not doable, then find a different process. You may find the beauty in achieving something with more than one process. Uh, I find that works for me sometimes when I'm making stuff. But let me ask you a question. Let me ask you another question. With with dealing in like in your experience with dealing with imposter syndrome, how do you feel or what works best for you other than changing gears, like actually just staying in that? What works for me is music. I have every every time I'm creating a new, like a new series of work, I create a playlist to kind of match the vibe, match, match the feeling and all that stuff. I go listen to something else. Whatever genre, like mostly all the time that I'm creating 3D work, I'm listening to like experimental, uh, Sophie, really hard, uh, like sounding stuff. Um, if that ain't cutting it for me, I will probably go listen to some like R&B or pop. Um, something, something with like, let's say with actual listenable words, because electronic music can have words, but sometimes they're just words and not really cohesive lyrics. Um so you're looking for like positive affirmation even if it's from the music around you yeah just let's yeah so that, let's say something like that yeah okay that's good yeah definitely i know like uh for me i just keep doing just because i feel as i keep doing like for me like art is a process or anything that i do is a process like i love the process of things more than i like the end result of things because it's like in that moment where i get to tinker and do whatever i want to do where the ideas happen and I've always found like when I'm in the process, it doesn't matter. Yeah. As long as you're doing it, that if anything you're taking away from this episode is this, as long as you're doing something, that's perfect. Yeah. Like never feel like you can't. Just you can. And if you're doing it and you're doing it successfully, you're probably doing the right thing. Alright, and with that we will have a this episode. Not not as heavy as last episode. Um, on the next episode, we're going to be talking about learning from failure. Learning from failure. So, you know, I guess it's like a three-part thing. You're anxious, have a positive syndrome, and you learn from failure. It's one of those things. Um, this is all of the things that we as college students have gone through. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's something that you will... Like even outside of college, sometimes you you'll go through this as well, and you'll you'll feel this way. So it definitely in all walks of life definitely looks this way. Um, I looked up this for this episode. I actually looked up this quote from Ernest Hemingway, where it says the best people possess a feeling of beauty, the courage to take risks, the discipline to tell the truth, the capacity for sacrifice. Ironically. Their virtues make them vulnerable. They are often wounded, sometimes destroyed. I like like that a lot too. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, Make sure that you give us a like, give us 
five stars, four stars, three stars on your preferred uh, listening device or listening platform, uh, iTunes, Spotify. Um, thank you for coming, uh, and we will be here next time. Bye. All right. Bye.